The Helpful Robots by Robert J. Shea. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman. They had come to pass judgment on him. He had violated their law, willfully, ignorantly, and very deliberately. The Helpful Robots by Robert J. Shea Our people will be arriving to visit us today, the robot said. Shut up, snapped Rob Rankin. He jumped wryly and quickly out of the chair on his veranda and stared at a cloud of dust in the distance. Our people, the ten-foot, cylinder-bodied robot grated, when Rob Rankin interrupted him. I don't care about your fool people, said Rankin. He squinted at the cloud of dust getting bigger and closer behind the wall of cash trees that surrounded the rolling acres of his plantation. That damn new neighbor of mine is coming over here again. He gestured widely, taking in the dozens of robots with their shiny, cylindrical bodies and pipe-stem arms and legs laboring in his fields. Get all your people together and go hide in the woods, fast. It is not right, said the robot. We were made to serve all. Well, there are only a hundred of you, and I'm not sharing you with anybody, said Rankin. It is not right, the robot repeated. Don't talk to me about what's right, said Rankin. You're built to follow orders, nothing else. I know a thing or two about how you robots work. You've got one law, to follow orders. And until that neighbor of mine sees you and gives you orders, you work for me. Now get into those woods and hide until he goes away. We will go to greet those who come to visit us today, said the robot. All right, all right, scram, said Rankin. The robots in the field and the one whom Rankin had been talking to formed a column and marched off into the trackless forest behind his plantation. A battered old ground car drove up a few minutes later. A tall, broad-shouldered man with a deep tan got out and walked up the path to Rankin's veranda. Hi, Burrows, said Rankin. Hello, said Burrows. See, your crap's coming along pretty well. Can't figure out how you do it. You've got acres and acres to tend, far as I can see, and I'm having a hell of a time with one little piece of ground. I swear you must know something about this planet that I don't know. Just scientific farming, said Rankin carelessly. Look, you come over here for something or just a gab? I've got a lot of work to do. Burroughs looked weary and worried. Them brown beetles is at my crop again, he said. I thought you might know of some way of getting rid of them. Sure, said Rankin. Pick em off, one by one. That's how I get rid of em. Why, man, said Burroughs, you can't walk over all those miles and miles of farm and pick off every one of them beetles. You must know another way. Rankin drew himself up and stared at Burroughs. I'm telling you all I feel like telling you. You're going to stand there and jaw all day? Seems to me like you've got work to do. Rankin, said Burroughs, I know you were a crook back in the Terran Empire and that you came out here beyond the border to escape the law. 
Seems to me, though, that even a crook, any man, would be willing to help his only neighbor out on a lonely planet like this. You might need help yourself sometime. You keep your thoughts about my past to yourself, said Rankin. Remember, I keep a gun. And you've got a wife and a whole bunch of kids on that farm of yours. Be smart and let me alone. I'm going, said Burroughs. He walked off the veranda and turned and spat carefully into the dusty path. He climbed into his ground car and drove off. Rankin, angry, watched him go. Then he heard a humming noise from another direction. He turned. A huge white globe was descending across the sky. A spaceship, thought Rankin, startled. Police? This planet was outside the jurisdiction of the Terran Empire. When he'd cracked that safe and made off with a hundred thousand credits, he'd headed here, because the planet was part of something called the Clear Chan Confederacy. No extradition treaties or anything. Perfectly safe if the planet was safe. And the planet was more than safe. There had been a hundred robots waiting when he landed. Where they came from he didn't know, but Rankin prided himself on knowing how to handle robots. He appropriated their services and started his farm. At the rate he was going, he'd be a plantation owner before long. That must be where the ship was from. The robot said that expected visitors must be the Clear Chan Confederacy visiting this robot outpost. Was that good or bad? From everything he'd read, and from what the robots had told him, they were probably more robots. That was good because he knew how to handle robots. The white globe disappeared into the jungle of Kesh trees. Rankin waited. Half an hour later, the column of his robot laborers marched out of the forest. There were three more robots, painted gray, at the head. The new ones, from the ship, thought Rankin. Well, he'd better establish who was boss right from the start. Stop right there, he shouted. The shiny robot laborers halted but the three gray ones came on. Stop! shouted Rankin. They didn't stop, and by the time they reached the veranda, he cursed himself for having failed to get his gun. Two of the huge gray robots laid gentle hands on his arms. Gentle hands, but hands of super-strong metal. The third said, We have come to pass judgment on you. You have violated our law. What do you mean, Rankin said, the only law robots have is to obey orders. It is true that the robots of your Terran Empire and these simple workers here must obey orders. But they are subject to a higher law, and you have forced them to break it. That is your crime. What crime, said Rankin? We of the Clear Chan Confederacy are a race of robots. Our makers implanted one law in us, and then passed on. We have carried our law to all the planets we have colonized. In obeying your orders, these workers were simply following that one law. You must be taken to our capital, and there be imprisoned and treated for your crime. What law? What crime? Our law, said the giant robot, is help thy neighbor. The end of 
The Helpful Robots by Robert J. Shea. 